Listening to sermons as we go about our days, driving around or doing our work, is a perfect reminder of our Lord's promises and of His mercies. This is the mission of Upper Room Media. To make the Word of God accessible to anybody and everybody. Life. She is the model of humility, the model and the example of how a Christian should live their life. But more than just how they should live their life, how they should pray, how, how they should carry God in their heart. Our mother, St. Mary, her words are very few. If we look in the Bible, there's going to be only a few times where you find her speaking. But in this morning's gospel, we see she does a very long prayer. This is long for St. Mary. This is considered very long because her words are few. So if she says a sentence or two or a paragraph like this, it's very big. And so she models for us the way of prayer, how we should pray. She's so humble that she has in her mind to serve St. Elizabeth. And we call this encounter with St. Elizabeth a holy encounter, a holy meeting, because we see how the Lord Jesus Christ enters into this home in the, in the womb of St. Mary, the mother of God, and how St. John in his mother's womb, St. Elizabeth's womb, responds with leaping, jumping, or prostrating, or, or doing something that's more than just words, but worshiping God. And that's why prayer and worship have to be together. We cannot pray without worshiping God, and we cannot worship God without praying. So our life is a big prayer, and it is a big act of worship. I want to say that there's eight things that we can highlight in the prayer of St. Mary. It's called the Magnificat or the Song of St. Mary. And one very important thing about prayer is that we have to be spiritual. It says they were filled with the Spirit. So before I can pray, I have to think more and more and contemplate more and more for God to say to me, you are filled. I'm filling you with my Spirit. We, we pray all the time and we say, you fill all things. God, your Holy Spirit is everywhere. And we say that He fills. And that filling is the Holy Spirit. And when we're filled, the heart can speak holy things. And that's what St. Mary is. She's an overflowing love of God because she's carrying God. That anything she's going to say is going to be filled with love, with purity, with peace. All of her words are from the Bible. All of her words are the words of God. We could even compare Hannah, the mother of Samuel in the Old Testament, and her prayer, and our mother St. Mary's prayer. It's very similar. You can see it on the screen here. There's like a comparison between the prayers of these mothers. Very similar in their approach of praying. 
the most important thing after being filled with the Spirit is to have a Christ-centered prayer. Our prayers have to be Christ-centered. Always saying the Lord Jesus Christ's name. Look at what St. Mary does. She says, For he, for he, and his, he has, he has, he has, and he. She keeps saying, You, 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 you. When you pray, you always pray about who he is, not about who you are. So that's why her model of prayer is perfect, because she knows him. So she keeps saying who he is. If I have a relationship with someone, I'm going to know who they are, and I'm going to say their attributes, I'm going to say their characteristics, I'm going to say their qualities. And this is how we pray, because it's more about him than it is about me. When I pray, it's more about God than it is about me. It's not just I pray because I'm, I have to pray or it's something I need to check off my list or if I don't pray, something bad will happen. Prayer is a natural life with God, knowing God. I know God out of an experience and that's why we come to the church. We don't come to the church or come to services just to say, I just went to church. It's about I have a real relationship with God. I want to know who you are. I want to experience you. I want to know how I can address you. Not just how I could address you, but how I can know for myself who you are. Yes, people say you are this, but who do you say that I am? If you can say, I know you are this, then you're praying. You're praying because that's what the disciples said. The disciples said, people say you are this. You are that. We heard that you are this. We heard that you are that. But I need to know for myself. I need to know for myself. But who do you, who do you say that I am? And I have to come up with the answer. And sometimes we know the answer. But the, is the answer sincere? Is the answer truly my experience? That's prayer. When I say, you are this, you are good, you are loving, you are merciful, you see? The feeling, it means I feel like I got forgiven, so I can say you are merciful. That's what St. Mary is doing. So, the first thing she says, you have regarded me. You have regarded me. Regarded me. You, you see me. You know me. You're watching me. You feel me. You regard me. We live in a world where we're disregarded. No one pays attention to us. We feel ignored. It could be a really hard experience. It makes us feel unseen. It makes us feel unappreciated. It makes us feel belittled. We feel forgotten. We feel insignificant. We feel useless. This can lead us into a great kind of depression. And we could lose hope. But look at what it says in her prayer. It says, For he has regarded the lowly state of his maidservant. He has regarded me. So even if everyone disregards me, her experience is, but God sees me, but God knows me, and it's important. 
Because that's everything. The one person that should see us is him and he sees us more than we see ourselves. The second thing, the second thing is we are frail. We are weak. Anything can throw us off physically, spiritually, emotionally. We are subject to human weakness because of our death and sin and corruption that has entered into the world. We experience so much pain and suffering in our life and that we have to give thanks even though we're going through all these things. God loves us. How can God love us and we're still going through pain and suffering? That's usually the hardest thing for a lot of us. We feel like maybe God doesn't love us because we're suffering. But I know that I'm weak. I know that I'm weak, feeble. I know that I'm not going to be okay without him. God is mighty. That's what St. Mary is saying. Yes, I'm weak, I'm feeble, but she says, for he who is mighty, he is mighty. So she knows herself. A Christian should always remember they're weak. If I say I'm weak, truly, out of experience, then he'll make me strong. If I say I'm okay, I'm strong, I'm good, then what help do we need? So now I'm not praying. So she's saying, for he who is mighty has done great things for me. The third thing is we're unforgiving. We complain a lot. We're critical. We're harsh. We look at everything and we're so tough on anything and everything because we're hurt. Because we're hurt, we hurt people. So we make it difficult for people. We take out our anger and our unforgiving spirit on others. We develop a stubbornness. We become hard of heart. We have no feeling of compassion. Why? Because we feel unforgiven. Because if I'm unforgiven, then how can I give forgiveness? I have to feel forgiven so I could give forgiveness. If I never experienced it, how can I give it? And that's what our mother, St. Mary, is saying. She's saying, and his mercy is on those who fear him. His mercy is on those who fear Him. Are you accountable to God or accountable to people? If you're accountable to God, you're going to watch your steps. You're going to watch what you say. Not because people are going to, what are the people going to say? What are the people going to think? No, God is more important and more in charge and more aware. And He sees me in everything. The fourth thing is, there are so many injustices in the world. We live in a world where it doesn't seem fair. People don't pay taxes. People don't get in trouble for doing the wrong thing. Uh, no, one, no one is uh, caring, so let me feel like I have license and permission to do the wrong thing also. Because no one cares. So I could break the rules too because how come he's not getting in trouble or she's not getting in trouble? So I, I want to I break the law too. I want to do whatever I want to do. There's no such thing as authority. I'm not accountable to anyone. No one could say anything to me because it's normal. People drink sin like water. So what are you complaining about? It's normal. This is normal. What do you mean? No. My conscience, my spiritual life warns me, gives me a sense of the rules and the justice of God. God is just. God will judge one day. 
and my conscience needs to guide me. My, my, the Holy Spirit inside of us should give us a rebuke. It should be a voice inside of us saying, that's not right, that's not good. It judges us, it condemns us. It gets us to have awareness. That's why St. Mary says, He has put the mighty down from their thrones. Maybe we're feeling empty. We have emptiness all around us. Why? Because we have superficial lives. We fill our, our lives with meaningless, small, trivial things. And we think this is going to sustain our life. How can we go through a social media feed all day? How could we be on any sort of media outlet all day and think that we're going to be filled? Even if there's a verse of, Jesus, of the Lord Jesus Christ, even if there's a picture of Jesus, even if there might be some good things sprinkled in, it's superficial. It's not the full experience of praying. It's not the real full experience of sitting and reading your Bible. It's very different. So we, we, we eat so much, we consume so much stuff, and then we say, but I thought I ate and I sustained myself and I filled myself and I'm really, at the end of the day, feeling so empty. Why am I so empty? Well, look what St. Mary is saying. He has filled the hungry with good things. God, I want you to give me a good thing. I know you care about me. I know you prepare good things for me. Fill me with your goodness. I want to be good. How can I be good? How can I be okay? How can I be healthy? If I'm not taking healthy things, if everything is so toxic and so poisonous and so dangerous and I think it's sweet, this is scary. It's scary because it's killing me. The, la the last couple of things. We have so much danger and fear surrounding us. The roads that we are driving on, these are like moving weapons. The car is going 80 miles per hour and we are just driving on these roads all day and every day. Around us there could be so many things that are dangerous. A wild animal, uh, an enemy, a shooting, God forbid, right? So many things could be dangerous and scary. And it could feel like we're at a huge risk. And maybe I might feel so paranoid that I don't want to do anything because I just want to be safe and secure. But no. Look at what he says to us and look at what St. Mary says to him. He has helped his servant. He has protected us. He has made us feel secure and safe. And we live our days very easy going. Why? Because we're not going to stop our lives because there's dangers around us. But look at how much God has protected us all these days, all these years, we're just, we're doing very hard things that are actually, sometimes we take them so easy going, but do you thank God every time you get in the car and out of the car? Just going in and out of the car? Do you thank God just because you took a breath? You take, we take for granted, we ate something, or we have a good thought, or we could read, or we could hear something, or we could just stay quiet for a few minutes. Or we could come to our church and pray, take communion. It's big for us. These small things are very big for us. The last thing is silence. We are always saying too much. We're talking too much. Our words are so many 
but so just insignificant. They're not filled with God's words. We have to speak to each other with psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Don't think you're going to be oh, too holy if you're saying things that are good. Speak verses, speak songs, speak hymns, say the good things, keep saying verses. When you speak to people, even in the middle of something very serious, say good words, say holy things. It keeps our conversation on track. It keeps us aware that I should silence the voices of the world and increase the voice of God in my life. And that's why St. Mary is saying, and he has spoken to our fathers. He has spoken to us. God had a conversation with us. He spoke to me. He said something to me. I had an experience in prayer. Now I have something to say to the world. I have something to say to the world because, do you know who I just spoke with? Imagine, imagine you spoke with someone famous for five minutes. You're going to go all day for a month, for a year, say, you know what we said? You know what we talked about? We talked about one, two, three. And you're so proud that you had a conversation with this person. So that means every time I pray, it should be, do you know what he said to me? That's what St. Mary is saying. St. Mary is saying, he did this for me, he did this for me, he did this for me. And it's all about him. May God give us more and more of our mother, St. Mary, as an example in our lives to be filled with the Spirit, to be prayerful, to be obedient, to be humble, to be truthfully carrying God. And glory be to God forever. Amen. We exalt you worthily. This talk was brought to you by Upper Room Media. We hope that this talk has, through the grace of God, touched your heart. And we pray that it will not only inform you, but will also transform you and your life with Christ.